Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. Good morning. Happy snow day. Uh, A lot of people got a lot of snow. Some people did not. But for one thing, this is great snowball weather. Oh, I bet, yeah. Pack that thing in there and (laughs) whap your next-door neighbor. Russ Russ Francisco, you got next-door neighbors over there, don't you? I do. I do indeed. You ever throw snowballs at them? I haven't. I'm afraid they might throw harder than me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, were you surprised? you get a lot out in uh, Morgan Park? Well, I got enough to cover the grass, you know, so, I mean, that was a surprise. I, I was expecting to see a flurry here or there. I got up this morning, looked out the window, and I thought, it was dark out, of course, and yeah. I thought, is this, uh, is that snow, really? So I got up, and I turned the yard light, and I thought, oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah our, our black dog came in with a very a good-sized pile of snow on her nose. It's kind of unusual yeah. doing her hunting. Well, yeah. all right, we are changing sports right now. We're... Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were out fishing in our boats, and now we're putting our boats to bed, right? I thought I was ahead. I thought I was ahead of this ice fishing thing, and now I'm behind. <laughs> and we're putting the boats to bed. Yeah, we probably feel like we should have had them in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if by the middle of October, usually if you're if you're getting ready to go this weekend and maybe have one last little fishing thing, and then put the boat away, you're in good shape. Today we got fooled, but it'll warm up again. Be in the fifties, and we'll still have plenty of time to put them away, right? But if you if you're not going to do anything else. Uh, change the lower unit loop, yep. stabilize the fuel. If you're not going to run the boat again, you're probably going to have to fog it, fog the engine and do it right. Uh, but if you get a chance to run it again, uh, just let that stabilizer go through the engine, and that'll pickle it for you. I could probably put it in a lake and let that <clears throat> pickling stuff in the gas tank run through. But yeah. uh, earmuffs, uh, hose attachment, things like that, I've never had good luck with that. Oh, it works pretty good. I've done it lots of times. Even when I had the bigger boat, I did, uh, and it works okay. But you got to, you know, now it's getting a little cold, you know, uh, to be running water and stuff like that. So if you can go to a lake, it's a lot easier. If you just can't, like I say, take the spark plugs out, shoot a bunch of fog and oil in there. Don't put the spark plugs back, the wires back on it until after you turn it over a bunch of times, and then uh, at least it's got some coating on it. I've had a call this morning on my my cell phone. Somebody wondering if the docks have been taken in at Island Lake. I think Minnesota Power pulls them in since it's their lake. <clears throat> I was surprised they were out there last week. Well, I don't know. I mean, like I say, normally it's, we're still fishing. You know, yeah, yeah. this is just one of them things got fooled, reminding people that we do live in the North Line. But <laughs> like I say, 50s next weekend, so okay. normal temperatures, so we'll be okay. Might go up to Lake Vermilion for a little, one more spin. Um, yeah. How has fishing been? Uh, folks getting out, having a good time? There are not many people getting out compared to what you would have thought, but yeah. the weather got cold. I have a bunch of friends that are doing the same thing you do, the cast and blast thing, yeah. and uh, they were going up north and left their boats home. They said it was snow, snow in the forecast, and wind. 30 degrees in the morning and yep. wind. They just said, ah, we'll, we'll go hunting and forget the boats. And uh, so that's the first time they've not taken boats with them in many, many years. But uh, uh, it, it is what it is. You know, I mean, you know, marinas still have boats in the water. They start really pulling them this week, you know, really hard, mm-hmm. trying to have them all put away by November. It's just, it's just one of those things where you get fooled. But like I say, it's going to warm up again. We'll be okay. Get ready for winter now. And that's, uh, that's it reminds everybody what's coming. So we're, we've got lots of uh, uh, ice. 
stuff out. And I thought, like I said, I thought we were really ahead of the schedule, but it uh, looks like we're maybe right on schedule as a hair behind, so we'll work extra hard and catch up and, and uh, get the tents. So we got uh, we got display tents in from Otter and Clam, and S going to be here next week. And uh, But uh, we got the, all uh, the canoes are on, kayaks are off the front rack, the racks are pulled, so the front yard will be all ice tents are pretty quick. We'll wait We'll wait a few days here until this dries out a little bit and, and then go for it. I suppose we're about two months away from the arena ice fishing show that you are uh, kind of the Second ramrod. Of December, of. Yep. 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 Two months away. We'll go to St. Paul the first weekend in December and then come back and do Duluth the second weekend. So it's, um, yeah, that's the, we're, we're not that far away. Wow. Wow. Where did it go so quickly? I'm curious, you, you, men- you mentioned you had some guys that did the cast and blast combo. Yeah. How did they do in the blasting part? It was fine. Lots of grouse and good. things like that. They did pretty good. So, uh, and uh, there's another batch from going up this weekend, and and they said they did the same thing. Left their boats home. They just they sort of bummed about it, but they said, you know, and fishing is actually pretty good, and fish are big. Yeah. You know, that's it's uh, it's sort of an interesting year. So, if you can uh, uh, stay in the cold right now, fishing is actually pretty good. I have found that fishing this late in the fall, and we do it almost every year. <clears throat> fish are shallower than they would be in July. Yeah, they they come shallow and they feed real hard. Weeds are dying, you know, so yeah. there's a lot of minnows floating around. They'll come in shallow a lot of times and, and feed real hard before they go into their winter or fall, uh, you know, mode patterns. Yeah, which, which is, you know, usually rock piles and, and whatever they, wherever, wherever minnows can hide, they'll still be close to them. A lot of times in the winter, fish don't swim very much because it's, it's cold, right? And so mm-hmm. they like to just go up and down the side of a rock pile or a reef or something and just pick, pick bait off as they can, uh, as they can find it. So and, not near as aggressive. And uh, speaking of feeding heavy, uh, I lost a really nice rapala to a northern pike, I think, that was feeding yeah. very heavily. Yep. They, uh, uh, this time of year, you'll see see them uh, uh, break off uh, jigs or, or stick baits, and, and somebody else will catch them in a minute later. They're just biting on everything they can find because they're they're feeding as fast and as hard as they can. Never thought about putting a steel leader on. Okay, you got some good deals at Marine General. Yeah, more and more coming. You know, we're not going to do a Black Friday thing this year. The big stores have ruined that. They started it in, in October, so so I said, the heck with it. We're not going to do it. So we'll start next week as the stuff starts rolling in. We'll have uh, we'll have. Uh, uh, and I'll get all the prices down, Pepper. We'll have uh, uh, lithium batteries at about half price. Ooh. We'll have uh, with chargers. We'll have, uh, I bought a bunch of stuff before the price increases. So we'll have uh, combos for ice fishing. They're normally 35 40 bucks for $20. We'll have, uh, we'll have some summer stuff. We'll have some uh, summer rods. Uh, this will knock your socks off. We'll have uh, $35 combos uh, for 15 bucks. So, I mean, it's, wow. there's a lot of neat stuff uh, coming in. As soon as it all arrives, I'll tell people, and we're going to start, as, soon as it arrives, We'll start telling people about it, and we'll we'll just release it in chunks. You know, then people will have to rush, and we'll run them. We'll run them the whole whole gambit right through the holidays. And uh, uh, when we run out, we run out. But we, I bought a bunch, so we should be in pretty good shape. Good. Uh, you're at 15th Avenue East London Road, Upper Side. What are your hours, Russ? Uh, 9 to 6 Monday through Saturday, 9 to 3 on Sunday, marinegeneral.com all the time. And if you're outside the area, use the 800 number. It's 800-777-8557. We ship every day. I salute the general. Thank you, sir. Thanks. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Uh, if you like to ride an ATV, the Northeast ATV Joint Powers Board. Ooh, that sounds big. Mm-hmm. They are looking for getting some feedback from and answers from you who ride an ATV in order to measure the economic impact that ATV riders have up here in the Northland, especially Minnesota. I guess this is 
especially for Minnesota. The board is working with the U of M to uh, conduct a survey which will help get information on the future of ATV riding and riders in the state. All responses are anonymous and confidential. You can check out their survey by, I don't know, just Google ATV survey and and you'll probably find it in Minnesota. We'll be right back. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Midnight hour? Yes. Waiting for the midnight hour. By? Wilson Pickett. Of course. Named after a fence. (laughs) All right, we're back on the frenzy. We're going to scoot over to Superior and talk to Pat Kukul at Superior Shooter Supply. Good morning. Good morning to you. How much snow did you, how much snow did you guys get? Trace amounts. Oh, you lucky rascal! I know, I know. We're very fortunate here in the wonderful flatlands, Superior. Well, trace amounts. But Cloquet got pretty good. I got a couple people that live in Cloquet that work here, and they. I was quite amazed. The barbecues were covered. <laughs> <laughs> the barbecues. Uh, that'd be two to four inches? Yeah, about two inches. And they all look like to me. Hmm. It'll be gone soon. It's going to be 50 next month. Oh, goody. Next week, next month. Um, we should be 50 next month. <laughs> my birthday. My birthday's tomorrow, in case you want to, you know, like send. Do you want me to sing? Oh, no, or, just send a, oh. a gift or something. Send gifts. Okay, fine. That's how you are. No problem. <laughs> look forward the checks in the mail. Three quarters of a century. Really? Yeah. That's but wonderful. I don't feel that bad because Dave Strandberg is a month older. Oh, there you have it. There yeah. you have it. My husband is a year younger than I am, and he never lets me forget it. Oh, you robbed the cradle, didn't you? I did, but I moved fast, so I moved faster than him. So. Speaking, <laughs> all right, speaking of fast, birds fly fast, grouse fly fast. Uh, what have you heard they about do. grouse hunting in your neighborhoods? Good reports, good reports. Go That's what I've heard, yeah. I, I don't know how many they're actually hitting. Good reports on the grouse. I mean, I, don't, I haven't heard a lot, but everything, nothing has been negative, you know, so that's great. Um, we're glad to see that. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, um, last weekend, the, the trees were pretty full, and you couldn't see yeah. the birds, and now the leaves are all gone. This will change. Yeah, this has changed. And, uh, well, of course, the first thing, when I open the drapes this morning, I go, tracking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, again, yeah, well, we'll see what happens. We have no control over Mother Nature. No. None. None, None whatsoever. We've tried. Well, we've tried. Yeah, it, it doesn't work. But I must have had an inkling because all of my orange is out, and we got a nice, we have a new company uh, but for neckies and gaiters and hats and things, and that all came, and I put it all out, and the hand warmers, so I must have known something. <laughs> but oh. we did. It's been a while since I've had, uh, you know, it's, it, one of the things got hit by COVID with these clothing manuf- manufacturers. Right. So. It's nice to get the clothing back in. And my first shipment of muck boots also are here. So what kind of boots? Muck. M-U-C-K, muck. That is a name brand? You don't know that? Oh, uh, yeah? Uh, yeah, you're not a farmer. Farmers uh, warm for years and years and years and years. And then they jumped into this to the hunters, and that's all I've ever worn because I, I can't seem to tie my laces very well. I never learned that. Yeah. So yeah, they're great. Cold weather, spring, uh, waterproof. Yeah, they're they're great boots. So it's yeah. not a name brand; it's a style. It's a, no, it's a name brand. It is okay. 
the name brand. And now Rocky, which we know of, bought them. Honeywell owned them, oddly enough. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, then they sold them to Rocky, which was supposed to be better, but growing pains for mm-hmm. shipping. Mm-hmm. But it's it? good. Yeah. yeah, they're a great boot. We don't handle many. We only handle a couple styles. They make many styles. But we, we finally got our shipment in at that. We're eagerly looking forward to a large shipment of primers in about two weeks, the Cheddite primers that, for shotgun loading. And, uh, you know, we still have guns. And ammo comes in every day. Just don't know. Just call or stop. So okay. it's fun. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I'm thinking, trying to think about this mucking thing. I remember my grandpa. Oh, you're so mucking. Well, he so was mucking. He would muck out the stables and the, and the cow. Well, that's what he wore. Yeah. yeah probably. There yeah. are blacks. On farmers had them for years. I was... I was so excited to get them, and then I thought, wait a minute. That's what we were. Yeah. <laughs> That's really how they started. Yeah. It's from mucking out, probably from mucking out the stables. And they just <laughs> slip on. They slip on, and they're neoprene, yeah. but they're waterproof. Yeah. And, yeah. And I just wear them all the time. And, and they ab- make low ones, too. And shin high. Oh, no, low, shin, yeah. knee, yeah. all kinds. Yeah, they they have many many pairs. Again, I only handle a couple, you know, of the models because we're not you know in the room. But yeah, they're everywhere. They're a great boot. They really are. Okay. Especially if you have trouble with your feet, because they're very comfortable. Well, not only mucking boots, you've got lots of guns at Superior Shooter Supply and mm-hmm. lots of ammo. What are your hours? Nine to six Monday through Friday. Nine to five on Saturday. Time's flying. We got a scoot. Bye. Thank you very much, Pat Kukul, Superior Shooter Supply. Ogden and Winter and Superior. Well, we're going to take a break. We'll be back and see what Johnny's up to. I'm Tim Lesmeister, and this is from the pages of the Outdoor News. I always get a laugh when I'm talking to hunters that say, I get into the woods and the deer are on high alert. Why is that? Why is it that whenever you walk into the woods and get all set up, you look around and say, you know, these deer seem a little skittish. They look like they're on high alert. Didn't seem that way a few weeks ago, but now it seems like they are very nervous. I wonder why that is. Well, here are my thoughts on that. First of all, the deer get used to the woods being just like they are every day. And all of a sudden, there's something foreign in the woods. All of a sudden, they hear something they're not used to hearing. Yeah, they hear squirrels and and they hear other small animals moving around, but they have a familiar sound. You're not a familiar sound. And you're not a familiar smell either. If they catch wind of you, they're thinking to themselves, what is that? Makes them nervous. And of course, if they see you, I'm sure they're wondering, what is that that is in my space? And yeah, it makes them real skittish. Just think about it. You've secured your house when you went to work in the morning and you come home, walk in the door, all the lights are on, there's food all over the counter, and someone is sitting in your chair watching TV. That'd make you nervous too, wouldn't it? This is from the pages of the Outdoor News. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. You got me on this one. Uh, Grand Funk, you're some kind of wonderful. (laughs) If I get into the refrain, I would hear, I would Ah, remember, but I could never tell you. Well, we're in the mid 70s here instead of the 60s, so. I was in a grand funk in the 70s. <laughs> really a funk. Yeah, right. All right, we're back on the frenzy on a very snowy day. And, yeah, uh, it's going to be melting uh, as the as the next week uh, wears on. We're going to warm up. But 
Well, we're at it. Let's stop at Charlstrom's up on Rice Lake Road and visit with Johnny. Good morning, John. Good morning. I remember your your mom got mad at me because I always put an extra R in Charlstrom's. <laughs> yeah, uh, most people do, and, and that's that's okay. It's not there, but it's just fine. It's just fine. Make sure you name start with Cha. Um, yeah. Do you know are the docks still in at Island and Fish Lake? You know, and I bet you there's not a very big line going out this morning. <laughs> might be a might be a good day to go fishing. Yeah, yeah. Is it windy? No, it's not bad. No. So the wind died down, and hmm. we got a couple inches of snow to contend with, but it'll brush off. So we're ending the season just like we had. Uh, I remember the opener. Uh, there's some icebergs floating around with lots of snow on them. So uh, yeah. are people bringing in any critters for you to work on? Ah, uh, yes. This this week we got a we got a couple deer in. We got a couple bear in. And mm. uh, yesterday I was working on a moose from uh, Grand Portage. So, really? so we're seeing the whole the whole variety pack right now. When hunters, we're about a month away from deer, right? A little, yeah, little less. Think, yep. A couple of weeks. What would you want the hunters to do after they get the deer down and out of the woods and maybe to the shack or the or the car? What should they do? Um, best thing you can do is when they're, uh, after, after you field dress them, is uh, um, run them in and get them out of your hands and into mine. Hmm. We get we get them uh, stun quartered and in our walk-in cooler where they, uh, they the the meat firms up real nice and and they make it it's very nice to work on animals that are nice and fresh and promptly chilled. But uh, rifle season, a lot of guys will hang them in the up at deer camp for mm-hmm. for a week or or so, and that's. You know, the temperatures are usually okay, and the animals are usually just fine doing that. But, um, boy, late season, when, when those things start coming in frozen solid, it uh, it's it's a lot more work for me at that point. Yeah, a deer so, sickle would uh, be hard to work on. Yeah, you, you bring them in when they're, when they're still squishy, and yeah. uh, you're going to have your best product, and I'm going to have my best time getting that animal um, promptly cut up. My neighbor, who, who admittedly was a piggy hunter, uh, yeah. he he and his gang would go up, and I think it was over by Brookston. They had uh, an old shack, Grandpa's shack, that everybody was hunting out of. At one time, he had seven or eight deer hanging in his garage. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I remember that from happening when I was a kid. Everyone process them in the garages and yeah. boy does that make a mess out of a garage yes, it did i don't know how the new owners feel about it but uh, my dog loved it <laughs> he would say come on let's go lick their garage floor <laughs> all right yeah. let's, let's talk about archery johnny you are the premier spot now to, for uh, honing up on your archery skills yeah and archery right now is really quiet so uh, you want to come in and do some shooting and you're afraid to be shooting in a crowd this is the time of year for you because it's 
so many people that are archers are out in the field now mm-hmm. that uh, if you're a brand new archer, good time to come in and uh, get yourself all sighted in. And then if you're going to go hunting, it's it's always good to be on target before you step in the woods. Right. And you've got all the accessories uh, for a good hunt. Yes, we have our, we got bow equipment for the brand new youngster archers to us old guys. Uh, plenty of equipment in left and right. And uh, mm. if if a person wants a bow, we'll, we'll get you fitted to it. Very good. And uh, by the way, it's more than just a place to get minnows, leeches, and crawlers. You've got a full tackle shop and uh, ice cream treats too. And we have uh, we got uh, some Arco Coffee and yeah. uh, that uh, Duluth Coffee Company too. So you can you can have some Duluth or Superior in your cup. Yeah, it goes great in the morning. Johnny, we always thank you very much. Thanks a lot. See you later. Thank you. Yep. Uh, take care. Bye bye. Well. Drive with care out there. I, I don't think uh, we noticed the road slippery at all this morning, but I can't say that for every road. Yeah, mostly wet, I, I would think, but yep. uh, yeah, a couple, sidewalk. three inches on the uh, on the grass and on your vehicle. And your sidewalk could have Maybe a little sidewalk, zip sure. in it. All right. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. As I write this letter, send my love to you. Think of this group now. Um, it's a tough one. The Fab Four, the four mop tops. Uh, I don't know what else were they called. The Beatles. The Beatles. Okay. I <laughs> uh, still remember the good old days. Mm-hmm. Hey, the good old days are still here. If you're going hunting, getting ready for hunting, want more information, uh, stop by uh, Superior Guns and Ammo. And talk to Jim, Jay, everybody's there, right? That's right. How's it going this morning? Excellent. A beautiful day. Uh, good day to track deer, as somebody said earlier. Oh, geez. Woke up this morning and saw that snow out there. I was like, well, <laughs> here we are. A little too soon, but uh, I think she's here to stay now. Yeah. Uh, no, no. This will melt. Well, I, I hope so. I still got work to do. Yeah. I. All the leaves that fell this during the wind this last week, I was waiting for them to be down and done and ready, and then I mulched the heck out of them. Oh yeah, yeah. We uh, we just cleaned up some uh, some leaves out at our place, mulched them up, and covered up the remainder of the garden beds. So. Yeah. But there's still work to do. Yeah, that's what I intended to do, and I got about two days too late. Um, how you doing on uh, construction? Good. We uh, we had some folks in here finishing up the range this week. Good. Um, still a little bit of work to do, but uh, we're moving right along. Well, you give me the heads up when that thing's ready for shooting. Oh, absolutely. We uh, we're we're excited over here. I think I think we're up to about five questions a day. Everyone <laughs> that comes in, they're like, "So when's that range opening up?" Yeah. We're getting there. Hey, I hear a little southern in your voice, don't I? Uh, just a little bit. Uh, my folks came from Kentucky, so really, they kind of passed that down to me just a bit. Yeah, I had relatives from uh, Missouri, and uh, it took me a long time to get rid of that. Well, there it is. Yeah, there it uh, is. <laughs> so, what else you got? I know you got the shooting range, which is coming. Tell us what the the main store is like. Yeah, so um, 
Obviously, we got a ton of guns in right now. Um, great selection. But then a lot of things that uh, folks kind of get distracted, they hit the guns first. But mm-hmm. in back here, we have a lot of stuff for hunting. We got some deer tracting. We got some reloading supplies. We actually, um, I don't know if you've been following the market or not, but we have a great selection of powder mm-hmm. and, um, and shot. Great selection of shells back here. Um, yeah, we're staying stocked. So you're ready to help people build their own ammo. Absolutely. That is so sweet. And I know you <clears throat> repair guns, too. Even the rusty old ones that sat in the back of the uh, garage. Oh, yeah. We uh, we do full cleaning, uh, scope mounting. Um, and if you have something really wrong with the gun, we can hook you up there, too. That's cool. What are your hours? Uh, hours are 9 to 6 on the weekdays and 9 to 5 on the weekends. And I need that address on Ogden. 619 Ogden, over here in Spear. Lots of free parking right there. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Good job. Uh, Superior Guns and Ammo on Ogden. I got a frog in my throat. Got to take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Caribbean. Uh, Yeah, I guess you could call it Caribbean. Reggae? Yeah, that's it. Red, red wine, UB40's version of a song that Neil Diamond wrote. There you go. Ah. Well, I don't know about uh, Neil Diamond and uh, how he's doing, but he was running into some problems. More than a frog in his throat. Is that right? Yeah. Tough. All right, let's move on. Let's get over to Superior Northwest Outlet. 1814 Belknap, and we find mm, Dave Miller. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Rick. <clears throat> no, oh, nice oh, frog. No, I got the frog. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> good morning, Dave, and good morning, everybody out there. And Gosh, I'm on my 55th snow cone today, and that's just from the deck. A <laughs> uh, couple inches? Oh, yeah, yeah, at least that. I'd say probably two and a half, maybe closer to three and and it's it's absolutely absolutely gorgeous out there, but it's I mean we're not even to the fifteenth of October, <laughs> and, well. and you know it's it's been been kind of crazy at the store. It seems like it kind of instantly went from relatively warm weather clothing, you know, sweatshirts and stuff, to all of a sudden everybody's looking for for warmer Carhartt jackets. They're looking for long underwear. Oh, man, we've been selling a lot of long underwear. Yeah. But then <clears throat> the boots, you know, no more sandals, <laughs> uh, trail shoes and stuff. But but now it's like the the hunting boots, the the work boots, the and, you know, not so much the insulated boots except for the kids right now. But, uh, yeah, everybody all of a sudden started thinking cold weather. Yeah, for good reason. And uh, sometimes you need a taller boot, too, with... Uh, you know, oh, we yeah. got we got two inches now. Think what we're going to get uh, in the next two months. We'll have feet of snow. I, you know, I got to tell you that when we see this transition, I really look forward to having snow. You know, mm-hmm. the, the the thought of cold weather and brown ground just is just doesn't feel quite right. But but it's it's also I, I'm still looking forward to getting one more camping trip in and and. Uh, and it it might involve a little a uh, few extra hand warmers. Uh, we just got a whole pallet of those things in the store, but uh, maybe a little heater or something too to go along with it. Which kind of hand warmers do you like? 
Oh, you know, I can't even remember the brand that we've got. It's uh, oh, I should. We've had them for quite a while, but you know, it's it's the the chemical ones that yeah. just shake up and go. I, you know, I over the years there was the Johnny hand warmers and yep. and the charcoal hand warmers, and yeah. but but these uh, these tend to work the best all in all, and sometimes you only need them for a short while. The one big thing though is is I always put them in a like a Ziploc freezer bag. Mm-hmm. So that they're they're um, just in case the bag cracks a little bit and a little air starts getting in, being in that freezer bag just kind of helps preserve them and protect them a little bit. I like to slip them into my mitts when I'm uh, snow blowing. Oh yeah, yep, yep. Sometimes I just use one and kind of flop it back and forth, but uh. but it's you know it's like for me my my hands my. One finger after my heart surgery, well, one finger just <laughs> is always cold, and and so you know. But the other thing too is is like when we go out. I know sooner or later my wife's going to need need a hand warmer, so mm-hmm. I usually fire one up and just have it going, so that when she says, "Oh, my hands are cold," you know, then I can say, "Oh, here, enjoy this." <laughs> I think she heard that, and you're in trouble. I could be in trouble. I could be, but you, you know, it, as I look around the store, I see all of the the winter stuff that's coming in, and, and it's still coming in. There's Columbia has been really slow getting stuff to us, and but I, you know, it's like you, you walk in the foot footwear, to, you know, and you come in the store. It's like the boots, all the winter boots, the kids' boots, the the adult stuff, the ladies, the men's, and the smart wool and the darn tough socks. And you go in a little further, and there's the orange stuff, and there's still some fish and stuff, but then there's the the knives and the and the, like the survival kind of stuff, the compasses, sure. the the blankets, the mat, the waterproof matches, and then there's the all the North Face in Columbia, the long underwear, the the Carhartt, all the Carhartt work clothing, and and then you go into the other, they keep going, and there's there's all the camping gear that's still there, and we're still selling camping gear, but. But then it's the kids, all the kids' winter clothing, and then in the back end, it's all the ladies' winter clothing, and 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 it's you know the colors, the the racks are all full, and 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 people are finding what they need, and this is another good year to be out early too, getting the sizes and getting the colors. So I, I encourage people. I hate to hard sell, but there's a limited amount of stuff coming in. Well, be sure to get that orange thing on top of your head this time of year. Yep, good point. I, that was what I was going to start off with too. But, but yeah, you know, you don't have to be hunting to be in in somewhat danger. But it's like yeah. when we go out yeah. camping, yeah. we're wearing orange. When you go to the mailbox and you live in the country, you should have orange on. It's it's just it, it's just important. Whether it's small game or big game, whether it's archery or gun, you know, having something on to be visible is is just too important right now. Make sure you got something orange on. What are your hours at Northwest Outlet? We're open uh, Monday through Friday, 9 until 6, Saturday, 9 to 5.30. We're closed on Sundays, um, out testing gear, I guess you got to <laughs> say that. And, folks, whatever you need for the outdoors, for the kids, for Dad, for Mom, check us out. Still keep looking for ticks. I'll tell you, they're still around. And uh, get those kids out, wear them out, and have some fun. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. Be safe. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. about nine minutes to wrap up the frenzy we're going to head up to pike lake area fisherman's corner on miller truck highway good morning to matt king good 
morning, Rick. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Uh, when you answered the phone, you were out of breath. What were you up to? Just uh, unpacking the boat. I did a little waterfall hunting with the dogs this morning. So Wow. Most people fun. use guns. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we got a couple birds. Uh, the dogs got to retrieve a couple. So good. they were e- each of them got to retrieve a bird. So they were happy. That You're happy, too. Yeah, they're, they're fun to watch. I'll tell you what. Uh, it's a it's a blast watching them, and uh, they were uh, they were a little bit whiny after a little while because we weren't seeing too many. But mm-hmm. uh, they had fun though. I'm not going to ask where you were, but kind of where were you? Uh, locally, I was okay. on Fish Lake, to be honest. Oh, um, all right. But there, there there wasn't a lot of birds. Uh, we on Secret Lake. We have a pod of three to five swans. Oh yeah. And uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, there's. Uh, I've been seeing a few swans pretty much uh, on quite a few of the lakes uh, yet. But I would have thought there would have been some more waterfall around this morning. But, you know, that can change by the hour uh, with this kind of weather. So mm. hard uh, to say. Years ago, uh, there was a, a the DNR nailed a guy for, uh, he had shot some swans and he thought they were geese. And I'm telling you, I, I stand on the shoreline. There is no way you can confuse the two. No way. No, a, a swan. You if you hold if you held the thing up. Uh, I mean, it'd be as long as you are. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 huge, and uh, yeah, that's a bad mistake. I mean, snow geese got a little black on the ends of their wings, and they're about a quarter. Not even. I don't even know if it's a quarter of the size of a swan. I mean, mm. they're just they're so much smaller that. Uh, you really can't confuse the two if you, you know. But but you know what? That's uh, inexperience, and and people get excited, and they they don't really know what they're shooting at. And yeah. uh, even duck hunting, you know, there's now with the way things are, it's kind of like fishing on every lake, right? Every lake has its own kind of rules as right. to what you can keep and right. what you can catch. And duck hunting now with the different ducks, it's it's gotten very. Um, you know, there's a lot of different, uh, you can have one of this until this day and you can have two and then two and then, you know, so you got to know, you got to learn to identify birds and, uh, you know, uh, identify first and shoot, shoot after, I guess is the way I would say it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I get why they do that, but it is kind of a shame where we have to have a, I don't know, an attorney with us in the blind. <laughs> right. You got to really you got to really be paying attention, that's for sure, and, and yeah. watching what's going on because you'll end up in a lot of trouble, um, you know. And just like fishing, uh, I was talking to conservation officer the other day and uh, wrote out a ticket on Fish Lake there because um, guys were crappie fishing, and, you know, you can only have five out there. You oh, can't have ten. Right. And they had ten and uh, each, and... You know, that's it's right at the landing there, and uh, between Fish Lake, Rice Lake, uh, Whiteface, you know, they lowered that crappie and bluegill population down, and so you got to really watch each lake you go to. I uh, was with a DNR guy, or actually met him at, at landing, just happened to run into him. Some guys came in that were over limit, and that was also on Fish Lake, and he yep. said, boy, I hope those all those crappies are alive. Why? Well, the limit is blah, blah, da 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 so luckily, they picked the ones out of the live well that could swim away, and they avoided a tag. 
Oh, well, that's nice of them to do that. Yeah. Uh, because it's, yeah, you, these days, I mean, you got to watch every lake and everything you go to because it's, uh, they're trying to, and I get it because a lot of lakes are getting fished out mm-hmm. and, you know, with the technology today too, <laughs> it's, it's enabled fishing to be, I mean, boy, some of this technology you can, uh, you can really, uh, get after the fish oh man it's incredible incredible yeah. more than yeah. the old flashers i'll tell you that all right you oh, got some yeah. good deals there at uh, fisherman's corner please yeah we're you know uh 20 off all our waterfall stuff and uh and camel uh clothing is all 20 percent off we've got uh you know a, a full supply of ammo um we're getting we keep getting it in uh and we get kind of pulled apart so we got quite a bit there we got some other specials we're running in the store too. Stop up and check it out. Uh, you know, it's getting close to deer season, and we're full of clothing for that too. And all the ice fishing stuff now is getting out, so we're ready for you. So come on up and take a look. Men, women, and children. Absolutely. Very good. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Have a good day. Matt King at Fisherman's Corner, Pike Lake area, right up by the lake, right across from the Dairy Queen. Mm. Mm. You know, you can't really when you're duck hunting. You can't shoot and release like you can with fish, so you got a split be second sure. uh, determining. There. That's a very, very wow. good point. All right. Yep. Hey, thanks, Dave. Hey, you bet. Good Catch to you see next you week. Again.